Yeah. This is a new single from Donnie Bonet. It's called The American Dream. And it's about how the American dream is over. Are you going to sing at some point, Donald Benet? There he is. Yeah. Keeps on giving. The gift. The gift. Keeps on living. Alright. Alright then. Whatever. When the orange man. Turned into hours. Old man won the election. Didn't change direction. Yeah, it's it's such a catchy, fun song to dance to, and it's about how uh, everything sucks. I love Donnie Benet. Of the American dream. Maybe he's talking about Dusty Rhodes. Baby, it's the end of that American dream. Ooh! Alright. Anyway, alright. Enough of that. How you doing? How's it going? It's Wednesday. I feel better today than I have in a, in a few days. I don't know. Yesterday was just like I hate it. Do you have those days where they're just they just suck and you're in a terrible mood and you, there's no real like I can't pinpoint why. I don't know. Did I not get enough sleep? Did I not have the right foods to eat? Did I not... Uh, I don't know. Something? Did I not turn the lever five times before? I don't fucking know. But there's just those days. And yesterday... Yesterday was just one of those days. And it sucks, too, because it was like... It was a day off for the kids because it was an election day. The primary... New Hampshire primaries. So kids were home from school, which meant... I didn't have to get up super early. I did get up early still because, I mean, you know, I got wasn't a day off for me. But any of those days where I don't... And, and maybe that's it. Maybe that's why. Because I'm so conditioned to hear that 6.25 a.m. alarm go off uh, and, and get up and get the kids ready. And, uh, I mean... When I say get the kids ready, I don't do shit. Getting the kids ready is just me saying, all right, it's 6.45, it's 6.55, it's 7 o'clock, get up. Guys, it's 7.05, are you out of bed? I'm coming up. And then 
and then making sure that they are actually up and actually getting dressed. And then I lie back down in bed for 20 minutes or so until about 7.40, 7.45, and then uh, make sure everybody's ready and we go out the door. And then I come back and I'm kind of like, all right, I'm up now. I've left the house. I've, uh, you know, put some clothes on. And maybe that was it because yesterday I had an, uh, uh, I had an, my first meeting was at 8.15 in the morning, which is not, uh, that's pretty normal. A few times, every once in a great while, maybe a couple times a year, I have a meeting before eight o'clock and it's just because time zones are what they are and that's when everybody's available and okay, sorry, but that's just, you know, go back to bed afterwards. Um, but usually not. And and most of my meetings are, are eight o'clock or later. And that's typically no big deal because I'm already up. I get home, I drop the kids off just before eight. I get home a little after eight, maybe 10 after five after eight, 10 after eight, quarter after eight, just depending on when we leave the house, when I drop off the kids, what the traffic's like. Yeah, that, 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 that. Uh, so, so maybe that was it. Maybe, unfortunately, as much as I, uh, was happy to have a day off from having to get up super early and take the kids to school and do all that. Uh, maybe it messed with me enough that I was it, like, it was just the right combination, <clears throat> the right combination of things. Excuse me. Maybe it was just the right combination of things to make me be in a terrible mood because I, I was in a fucking terrible mood yesterday. And uh, the wife had to go to work, even though she works at one of the schools, but they had a, it was like one of those mandatory, uh, you have to have, sit and listen to a boring presentation all morning. She had to be there at seven. I mean, my wife is usually, not usually, she's always, uh, like, she's got her day pretty well set, like clockwork too. Like, you can you can set a clock to, uh, to her schedule. And I know that uh, when she comes out of the bathroom in the morning after she's done getting ready for work and she's dressed, she'll come over and if I'm awake, she'll, you know, we'll give each other a hug and a kiss goodbye. I'm usually still in bed. Sometimes I'm still sleeping. But it's like, give or take, like one minute, uh, my alarm, my 625, 625 alarm usually goes off like seconds after my wife has closed the door and gone downstairs to to leave for work. Like I said, give or take maybe a minute. Maybe sometimes the alarm goes off just as she's coming out of the bathroom, but still, you could you could set a clock to that. Uh and she's uh I think she always gets to work like a little before like 10 10 minutes uh before 7, 15 quarter to 7, something like that. Uh, so yesterday she had to be at work and she had to do this. She she came home at, uh, she's usually home at like, whatever. She's home in the afternoon uh, because it was a, a different day. Uh, she was home earlier, which was nice. Um, and we got to go over across the street and vote. And uh, boy, she told me they did all these team building things. And it was with like Legos and <laughs> just like, how dreadful. We're still doing this shit. When are we going to get to the point where, like, isn't, I, I, not to put everything on the younger generation, that seems like we always do that, but, like, are we are we getting soon to that era of, like, where we're done with team building 
fun and games, touchy feely nonsense, or is that only going to increase with the younger generation? Is that I think that's stuff that they actually. I'd see. I don't know. I don't know. I think there's a generation now more of that like the younger millennials who are in their late twenties to mid thirties. I think they might like some of that stuff. Uh, but the younger gen, like Gen Z, who will be entering the whatever the workforce in the in the coming uh, few years, five ten years, um, and maybe some of them already are. I don't really know the when what I, I don't know the dates for all these Gen X, Gen Y, Gen Z, Gen. Bleh. Um. By the way, we're at the end of the alphabet. What's the who's coming after Gen Z? Who are these people going to be called? I don't know. Maybe, maybe just stop. Maybe we just stop with the whole like generation thing, anyways. So that like, listen, I, I've done it plenty of times on this podcast where I've where I've uh, aired my grievances about about the baby boomer generation, but it doesn't mean like every. It's just like, and then I I feel like I feel dumb doing that because it's like falling right into that exact trap of like oh these millennials are don't want to work and the, the gen x didn't have to do anything and they just got out of college and got a house and a job and everything they wanted and they have a, i mean yes if you want to uh, what, what is it like uh, people over the age of 50 have like like all of the wealth <laughs> not all but it's I should try to remember my statistics before I start quoting him on the on, on the old podcast here. But anyway, um, I'm just happy I don't really have... I, I had a job a few years ago, and if you were listening uh, between January and March of 2021, you heard me complain endlessly about this job. I was, I was in a bad place all day, every... It was... Oh, man, it was a nightmare. And one of the things... Like for some people, uh, a, a toxic work culture, work environment is, you know, uh, is usually around like cruelty and uh, poor, horrible work-life balance and all these bad. I, I mean, I there was nobody was cruel. They were all nice people. It was just they had this culture of like Jesus Christ. Everything has to be. I've mentioned this before. It was uh, it was Martin Luther King. Uh, weekend, I believe it was the Friday before MLK Day, and we always had a weekly team. Our team had a meeting every Friday at ten a.m., and it was dreadful. I just hated it, and everybody was like, "Always." I had I never experienced this anywhere, where like the whole team. And I just assumed, like, okay, these people are all insane or they're full of shit. Because everybody was, like, just always happy, no matter what. Like, oh, look at all these agenda items. Oh, boy, exciting. Lots to talk about today. I'm like, what? Why Why do you want to be talking about, like, what the fuck is wrong? And then, like, this Martin Luther King weekend, uh, the ten, the, what would normally be the 10 a.m. meeting on a Friday, which is insane to me. I, I'm very thankful that I work for a company where, uh, as a as a as a population of employees, like nobody 
people try very hard to not schedule or have meetings on Fridays. Sometimes it just it just has to happen sometimes. And I get that. But people try really hard to not have that happen. And most of my Fridays, from a schedule meeting point of view, they're pretty good. I might have a couple things in the morning, and then that's pretty much it. And uh, this place had us on Mar- the Friday before MLK. Uh, the the boss, the manager, whatever, uh, canceled the ten o'clock meeting, and I was so excited. I was like, "All right, now we're showing. Now there's some there's some promise here. There's some potential." For this not being a completely suck-ass job. Well, she canceled that 10 o'clock meeting so that she could schedule... I want to say it was a... Yeah, it was a 4 p.m. meeting. 4 p.m. on Friday. And the reason that... Like, normally, when somebody reschedules a meeting, if most normal people would have taken that 10 o'clock meeting and just changed it to 4 o'clock. But she wanted to change the title and be cute... So she canceled, uh, let's just say it was called weekly team status meeting. I I don't know what the fuck it was called. Team huddle, team check-in, team update, team the, the, the. She just flat out canceled that one, which got me very excited. Like, hey, I might not have any meetings on Friday. Cool. And what happened was that a few minutes later, there was a new invite. And it said, uh, team meeting happy hour, 4 p.m. Friday. So I thought, okay, oh, so is this just like, hey, we're not going to talk work. We're going to have a, a little, you know, before the long weekend, uh, you know, pour your favorite drink. It'll be a little more casual, a little more laid back. That part was part of the agenda. Yeah, bring a fucking alcoholic beverage to a work meeting. Oh, boy, this is fun. Oh, we're drinking on the job. <laughs> Uh, but it was still very much a work meeting. It was, in fact, it was maybe the, one of the more intense weekly team meetings. I thought like, okay, maybe this is just to jump in and just, you know, kind of bullshit around and yeah, maybe we'll do five minutes talking about work stuff and the rest of the time just, you know, shooting the shit. Wrong. It was maybe the opposite of that. It was maybe five, maybe five minutes of shooting the shit. And then 10, uh, 30, 40 minutes. It was an hour long. We finished at five o'clock. Maybe even, maybe even a little bit after five. And uh, it was just purely like it was a work meeting. It's like, why couldn't we have just done this at 10? I would rather, because A, I'm not really much of a drinker anyways. And B... I don't want to, I, I don't think there's any like great fun, like, oh, look at this. We're drinking at a work meeting. Isn't that fun? No, it's not fucking fun if you're going to have it at fucking four o'clock on a fucking Friday before a fucking long weekend when people are trying to get their fucking shit done. And now we have to stop because it's time for the meeting. Or maybe we get our shit done early, but we can't check out early. Like, oh, hey, maybe we log off at four o'clock. Nope, we can't. We would, except we have a fucking meeting that would normally be done by 11 a.m., which still sucks, but it's at least somewhat reasonable. But now instead, we gotta have a fucking four o'clock fucking call with fucking drinks. 
F yeah, great. God damn it. It's, I just I just sat there like, people are this fucking stupid to think that like nobody's going to want to be. And then I get on this call and everybody is in such a good mood and they're smiling. And I'm like, I just can't. Because of me, because of how I am. And I, 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 I find it nearly impossible to believe that anybody was legitimately that excited to have a four o'clock meeting. What I really think is that everybody at this company was so terrified to ever say anything truthfully that they all just pretended that they just loved everything. This is a company that's every year it makes its way onto the list of best places to work in Boston or Massachusetts. I still can't remember what the hell the fucking thing is. And every year I shake my head and I say, how is that possible? The only good thing about this place was that uh, I think to have benefits, health benefits for the whole family, uh, I think cost me maybe $15 a month, if even that. Like basically, they paid for the entire. Like that's that's pretty unbelievable. That's pretty pretty awesome. Unfortunately, the salary sucked, so it kind of <laughs> it uh, it unfortunately made up for that, and then some. So it wasn't that awesome. But for for other for some people, it's it's pretty awesome. So I get it. I guess that's. I guess you have to pretend that you. And this is why the fucking shit like that should not be tied to your employer or how good or how bad your job is or your company or, or whatever the case may be. Like, it's so insane. And so many other countries have figured it out long ago. And then we look at them and we see how healthy and happy these people are. And we're like, uh-uh, ain't gonna get no, ain't no socialism here. I ain't no socialist. I'd rather work a lot and maybe get benefits. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. There's a lot of morons. Um, which brings me. Yeah. So, anyways, this this fucking four o'clock meeting called happy hour. It was a meeting disguised as like a fun thing. Um, <laughs> a meeting in happy hour clothing. And, and then we had to do a, uh, I think it was, uh, I'm not sure if we called it a lunch and learn. It's something like that. Whatever stupid names, stupid people come up with for stupid things that are fucking wastes of time. And we had to put together this presentation about what our, uh, what our team did, what our group did, the project management office, the PMO. So we came up with, it was a whole slide deck and somebody had the insanely clever idea of let's, let's talk about projects and project plans as though it's a recipe and we're making a nice dinner. And I'm just sitting there thinking like, are we in first grade? What the fuck are we doing here? This is what we're doing. This is embarrassing. We're a fucking, we're, we're, we're the fucking PMO and we're going to do a thing about how we fucking 
It's just like, and you have, uh, and the ingredients, uh, the, the recipe is like your project plan. And the, it's like, and, and people were coming up, people were trying to do like the metaphors for, and this is like the food and this, is the, and it's like, no, that doesn't, that doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, and the, and the dinner guests are like the technology that you used. Like, what? Whoa, 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 whoa. No, they're not. They're the consumers. This is who you're, like, why would they be the techno? Wouldn't, like, uh, I don't know, your fucking mixer and mixing, wouldn't that be like the tech, we use various technology to, for our projects and we use various technology to mix. It was a mess. It was a complete mess. And I, I just, this was, this was only a, a, a week or two into my time there. God damn it. I can't stop fucking yawning. It's probably because I'm so goddamn tired. It seems seems like that would make the most sense. I'm and I am so tired. Uh what was I saying? Oh yes, yes. So I just thought, like, what what the fuck are we doing with this? And then we had multiple, not just one, but multiple rehearsals for this presentation. Where we would meet up and we would all go, th we had a script and we would go through our lines and read the script and make sure that we were polished so that we could present to the whole company. And I'm just sitting here still scratching my head like, why, why are we doing this? What are we doing and why are we doing it? And who has asked for this? What fool thinks that? So, uh... Everybody's like memorizing their lines, and then we get to the big, the big presentation. And first of all, this wasn't a couple weeks in. Now that I'm thinking about it, this was on like day two or three, and I'm pulled into this thing, and I have to write my own. So I'm like, I just got here. What do you? You're having me take part in this foolishness, and it was just like, wow. I had a bad feeling about this from the get go. And it turns out I'm, I think I'm pretty, pretty fucking right about all this. This place sucks. So we get to the presentation and we present and we're, and first you need to have the, who are you serving your meal to? Who are your customers? And what kind of tools will you use to get the best success out of you? Like, okay. Yeah. Like, okay. It's not really that. Okay. Let's, let's do a whole thing. God damn it. Ugh. This is annoying. Yawning, yawning, yawning. I'm so sorry. I really am. Maybe if I stand up. You think if I stood up, would that make a difference? Let's try it. Let's see what happens. And up we go. Rise. Wise from your grave. That's a deep cut. For some, for some, you get that reference right away. And I'm not going to be like people on Twitter where I reference something and don't tell you what I'm referencing. It's from Altered Beast Sega Genesis. The first level, you you choose your character, and then and then because the games back in the day they couldn't uh, they couldn't replicate the the R sound, so everybody sounded like they were from South Boston. <laughs> oh my god. 
Uh, yeah, so you so this, uh, this, you pick your character who turns into an altered beast and he's this little naked guy and uh, before you get your little power orb to turn into the beast and uh, your naked guy rises from the grave and there's a fucking wizard guy who's saying, Why is Fabiagwab? Why is Fabiagwab? Anyway. Uh, all right, I'm standing up. I haven't yawned yet. That doesn't mean I'm not going to. I think you can yawn while you're standing, can't you? Oh, I feel a yawn coming on. Oh, shit. Ah, okay. That didn't uh, help anything. Maybe I should go back to sitting because now I'm just standing and yawning where I could be comfortably sitting and yawning. Anyway, uh, uh, okay, so we did this presentation of, uh, Here's the recipe for success in the piano. It's so fun. I just hated life. And uh, so, so we go through and everybody is just sounds so fucking robotic. And it's embarrassing. It's like, dude, we are adult professionals. Why are we reading? Why did we have all of these rehearsals that were unnecessary if we're just still reading? You know, you're not you're not off book yet. Because I'm off book. I was off book before I even knew I had to do this project because it's dumb. And I'm going to not read shit. And I'm not even going to write. I didn't even write lines. I'm just like, all right, here's uh, here's what th this means. And here's this. this. And, uh, and I made some joke about like, and you'll know the food is done when the, it comes out of the oven. It's fully baked, and it's a, a, just like a just like a well managed project or some fucking stupid fucking thing like that. And uh, and everybody's like, all the other people on my team, they're like, and then you have to set the plate, set the table for your dinner guests. The dinner guests could be the CEO, a client. Uh, it's like, are we doing a metaphor or are we just not even like, I'm why, why is the CEO my dinner guest? The dinner guests are dinner guests. I get it. You're comparing like, just like the, the customers of the project. It could be internal customers. It could be the CEO. It could be the finance team. It could be a third party. It could be, cu the customers could actually be customers. I, I, Ah, and then you invite your guests over to enjoy the project that you have created in the oven using Microsoft Project. I'm like, wait, we put the Microsoft, we threw our laptop in the oven and actually baked it, and that's the project. Like, what are we? And then it got to me, and I'm like, yeah, and you need to, uh, you know, and at various times your while you're cooking, you can't just leave it unattended in the audience in the oven. You have to check on it. Or in the pot on top of the stove or whatever. And uh, and you have to uh, be mindful of all the different steps to get to where you have a finished product. And then I made a joke about how I used to, and this is true, I would, uh, once a year, I would make a Valentine's Day dinner for the wife. And uh, I would make, a couple of times, I think I made pasta, I made, I don't, I don't remember everything, but... Uh, and then I would throw the pasta against the wall and yell "Al dente" <laughs> to see if it sticks or not. And I I threw that anecdote into the presentation because I wanted it to 
you know, not be horrible. And everybody laughed. And, uh, and then we finished and like, it's like, okay, well now what? We just wasted a bunch of time that we could have been getting our work done to get ready for this stupid thing. And, uh, anyway, that was one of the many instances where I knew that I was, I was not long for this, uh, for this particular endeavor. This was going to end pretty soon. And it did. It lasted all of uh, three months. Just shy of three months. And then the miserable fucking... Like, HR is useless. Like, HR... First of all, they're not... They're not... They might be human resources, but not for every human. They're there... They're there to protect the company. And, uh, and, uh, and themselves and the humans at the, who are running the company. And then the little piss ants who have an issue with this, that, and the other thing, go fuck yourself. HR is not your friend and it's usually not, uh, the best and brightest. And, you know, that's why they're in HR. No offense if anybody listening is in HR, uh, I'm sure you're great at your job, but also HR sucks. Uh, just like Toby Flenderson. <laughs> um, yeah, this, this cunt, when I gave, I gave my notice and I made up a bullshit. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't a made up excuse, but it wasn't the, ex- it wasn't the re like I, I probably, they probably would have just told me to pack up and well, I was remote, but they would have told me to like, you know, ship my laptop back that day if I had actually been truthful with how stupid I think everything is and how fucking piss poor I think uh, things are run as far as like not being able to sort of read the room and understand things that people do. What is this? Use the audio device Microsoft Teams audio. Why would that just pop up? Why would you just pop up asking if I want... Of course I don't want to fucking use... I'm talking on a fucking microphone. What do you think I want to fucking use for audio? Stupid ass. Fucking Microsoft, man. Anyway. (laughs) So, uh, where uh, where was I? Anyway... uh, so I, t- you know, I gave my man, I called my manager on a Friday and was like, "Hey, this ain't working for me. I'm, I'm done. I'm out of here. I'm sorry. It's just, it's no good." And uh, and she was fine. She's a nice person. Just you know, not my, not my style. Uh, but you know, she was, she was, she was good people. And she's like, "Okay, yeah, that's fine." And, uh, and then a few days later, the head of HR called to, you know, do the exit interview, which was really just to try and like poke and prod and figure out why am I leaving so quickly? Where am I going? What's the pro? And and I said, I'm not fucking telling you shit. I don't trust you. I don't like you. And she was being a huge bitch on the call too. She was like, she wasn't accepting my my answers to her questions. I'm like, why are you asking? Why don't you just put down what you think my answer is then? If you're going to keep fucking grilling me, why are you leaving? Because I, you didn't pay me enough. 
but why did you accept the job in the first place? Well, because what you pay me was more than zero dollars. And if I didn't accept the job, I very much uh, <laughs> ran the risk of having my salary be zero dollars for these past three months. Like, and also, I frankly, I took the job because it, uh, I seem like a good, it's always, you know, one of the best places to work. Of course, you realize this is this is out of the Boston area, which most places in Boston are terrible to work for. I feel like Boston just in general has a horrible work culture. It's, I mean, if you want any idea of that, like I think a lot of people could probably guess that just by looking at uh, the Patriots under Belichick and how miserable everybody was playing for him. Not that they didn't like him or did or didn't or whatever, but even even Brady couldn't wait to fucking get away from that asshole, and they were they were winning together, winning in a way that hadn't been done. Certainly not in in this area, but you know it's just it's just one of those places like it's everybody's so fucking like just serious and weird and I don't know I don't know it's it's very it's very different from. You don't think it's gonna be that different because it's like how how much different can a can a can a state be that borders the state you grew up in? It's got to be fairly similar in some ways, sure, but not 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 really. Also, not really. <laughs> um, of course, the difference is I didn't grow up around a city like Boston. Even New York City was three hours away. Boston, Boston and New York were both three hours away from where I grew up. So, like, it, you know. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, I guess it's the best, one of the best places to work, considering there, are, there aren't really a lot of good places to work in Boston. At least in my experience. I haven't worked for every single company in Boston, uh, but I've worked for enough to know that, like, yeah, it's not, not so great. Not so great. And yeah. Uh, so yeah, so this HR lady is like, okay, so why are you leaving? Like, well, I tried to make it work. Uh, I knew I was taking a big, uh, a big step backwards in pay, but I, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's just not going to work. Sorry. I'm done. And she goes, really? Why did you accept the position? I said, oh, well, did you just listen to me? Oh, that's right. You're in HR, so you are a fucking brainless slug. So I'll repeat again. I thought that it could work, and so I tried to make it work, and it did not work. And if you're looking for other things, I'm not going to say this because I actually think my manager is a very nice person, and I don't want to throw her under the bus in any way, but she fucking sucks at, at running this... Uh, <laughs> running this this department this you know like she doesn't suck at her job but she sucks at uh doing things that she thinks people want to do and we don't cuz they're stupid anyway um yeah it was terrible i don't want to i don't even know what i'm talking about it's just depressing me 2021 was a, a weird fucking year, man. I had to tell three different places that I was leaving. And uh, it's it's hard enough to do it once. 
and then to have to do it, and then three months later, do it again, <laughs> and then three months later, do it again. Uh, yeah, not not so great. What's this? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, cool, great, super duper. Um, what is that light out there? What's what do I see outside? Is it a car? Is it a truck? The fuck? I don't know. Anyway, uh, so what I wanted to talk about, though, I've taken 36 minutes to get here. Oh, my hand is so fucking... Ugh, I need lotion. It's just so dry. It's so dry. I hate that. I hate it. So that's that sound, if you can hear. <laughs> that's, that is me. Oh, yeah. Ugh. I'm just... Oh, baby. I'm just rubbing my hand on the corner of the desk. Because it's so... Every so often this happens. Or it just... And I gotta get some lotion, I guess. Anyway. So yesterday, so... Uh, yeah, the wife gets home uh, from work around noon. Oh, God damn it. I can't... St- oh, man. It's... it's, it's oh. And... Uh, Told me about her fun day at the th- the thing that she had to do, and uh, sounded lovely, just lovely. Team again, like yeah, that's the thing. I'm not into that touchy feely. You know, every week at this this uh, other job that I was just talking about that I left after three months, where we had to do the lunch and learn, and then every week when we had the call uh, that was not happy hour, but at the regular 10 a.m. start time, we would rotate. And every week, a different team member was charged with having to uh, come up with the the question for the week. This was like the, hey, let's incorporate fun into our meeting. And it was, uh, you know, what's your favorite candy? What's your favorite place to vacation to? What's your favorite... <laughs> What's your favorite childhood memory? It's just all this stuff that I'm just like, can we just not do this and get like 20 minutes back to just like do literally anything else? Are there some lunch and learns we could be doing instead of this? Because this, I, I do not enjoy this at all. And they were all, yeah, they were all just lame questions. And it just, oh my God, it was, it was horrendous. Just absolutely dreadful. So, uh, anyway, I I don't know. I, I, I feel very good about the fact that I have not had a lot of places where we did the overly, I, I call it all, I, I just generalize all of that stuff as touchy-feely nonsense. Because <laughs> for me, it's like I have, I have a wife I'm very lucky. I have a wife uh, whose company I very much enjoy. And the same goes for my kids. And the same goes for my close family. And the same goes for my close friends, of which there is no shortage. So, like, I, if we have to be here at work, I don't want to do anything that's, like, I don't want to have a pizza party. I don't want... Here's what I want to do. I want to be able to not work 24 hours a day 
or even 12 or even 11 or even 10 or even or even 8 quite frankly if i'm being honest we should be able to do like 4 hours 4 hours a day and be done 20 hours a week and if you want to do all 20 hours on one day that's fine and honestly i would i would <laughs> i'd get up oh let's see i would start work well i had to take the kids to school so let's say it's monday it's 8:15 Let's just call it, uh, yeah, let's just say, let's just say work starts at 8.30 and I need to do 20 hours and I'll leave, uh, so loads of, so 20, so 8.30, uh, what's that? So four, so basically if I work from 8.30 a.m. on a Monday <laughs> until about 4.35 a.m. on a Tuesday. Yeah, you know, I might take a little break in between, get some food or something. Uh, and then I'm done for the week. I will do that every single week. Gladly. And the only reason it would be 8.30 is I would, I would, I would start at 6.30 a.m. And finish at like, you know, 1.30. Start at 6, finish around 1, 2 in the morning. Uh, gladly. Gladly would I do that, and then and then to be done. All, and then you know at that point I probably wouldn't go to sleep. I would just wait for the kids to get up. Yeah, I would time it out so that I could finish my day around six thirty in the morning on Tuesday, which would be right about the time that I would be waking up from from bed. And I'm sorry I keep scratching my hand, but I can't. I cannot stop. It's so fucking itchy. Oh, I hate this. It happens, it happens every once in a great while. Oh my god. You hear that? Oh, that's some ASMR right there. <laughs> Sorry, I can't. That's awful. Uh, I think it's disgusting when people do ASMR. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, Jesus. So, uh, yeah, so I would, I would, I would, I would time it so that my, my shift, whatever you want to call it, my 20 hours would end at 630. Uh, I'd start early, uh, early in the morning on, on, on Monday. End around six, <laughs> six AM, six thirty on Tuesday. Take the kids to school come home and uh and just sleep yeah i realize it probably would uh, there's a good chance that that could like fuck up my sleeping patterns but whatever or hell i do 10 hours monday i do 12 hours on monday eight hours on tuesday and be done two-day work week sure so anyway wife gets home from work yesterday anyway, well, i'll talk about all this crap uh, the wife gets home and, uh, and I'm just, I'm already, I'm just in a fucking terrible mood. I don't know why I just, it's just, it sucks. I think I was also pissed cause we set up, uh, did I tell you this? I might've told you this, um, on Tuesday, a week ago, a week ago yesterday. Wow. Uh, last Tuesday was a snow day. School was canceled. There was a lot of snow. And Tuesday evening, uh, as I was getting close to finishing up work to put on my winter clothes so I could go out and do some snow removal, the wife and I, uh, 
So I still haven't set up the snowblower. <laughs> this nice snowblower just sitting in the garage. It needs air in the tires. It needs, you know, the little the little pieces that came with it need to be hooked up so I can turn the spitter thing and all that shit. But A, it's been, it's just too cold. I don't want to do it. I don't want to go out in the garage and do it because it's cold. And, uh, and B, uh, I guess that's really it. And it hasn't snowed that much. So then like the snow comes out of nowhere and it's like, uh, do we have to shovel? Hmm. Uh, so, so yeah, um, the kids come in and my, and my oldest comes upstairs and is telling me about how they heard this sound that they thought both of my kids were out in the backyard playing. It's a great little winter playground to go out there and play and you got hills and there's streams and trees and everything. It's nice. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. So the kids go out there and they come back in and they're saying, yeah, yeah, we were, we were out playing. And then, uh, my oldest, uh, both of them heard a noise and that, that my oldest described as they thought it was somebody starting a snowblower. They thought it was like <laughs> something like that. And, uh, and I said, wow. And then they realized, you know, they stopped and listened. They're like, no, it's not coming from somebody's house. It's not coming from a neighbor's driveway. It's coming from like, I don't know, 10 feet, 10, 20 feet away. This is this noise is coming from back here, and it happened enough times that they said, "Yeah, this is this is definitely a, a noise that's happening uh, here." And and then they they sort of stopped and waited. Heard it again, a couple more times, and then they both. <laughs> fortunately, they're smart kids. They said, "Eh, you know what." Let's go inside. This probably, uh, I don't know what it is. Could be nothing, could be something, but let's go inside anyways, because no matter what, uh, we can't be eaten by any creatures if we're inside the house and they are outside the house. So, you know, we were trying to, I said, oh man, I mean, yeah, it could be. You know, we have that shit in this area. There, It's, it's not uncommon, uh... Every so often you hear about, you know, there's a, there's a bear spotted, you know, somewhere just crossing the street or in somebody's yard. Uh, it's not a daily occurrence by any means. It's not like we live, uh, you know, way up in the North country, deep in the, deep in the wilderness, but, uh, it is a city, but there is enough wilderness. Um, there's parts of the city where you'd be driving around and say, I'm out in the country. What are you talking about? But it's still within the city limits. Uh, 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 so yeah, I mean, bears, I last fall, I think it was, I was coming downstairs and just happened to be looking out the window, out the kitchen window. And I saw a beautiful fox. Um, you know, surely he was looking for rabbits and things, uh, because then, <laughs> I think it was that night or shortly thereafter that we were sitting and watching TV and had the, it was a beautiful day and we had the windows open and heard this horrifying scream 
And I was like, what the hell is that? Is that a cat or something? And then my wife put her hands over her ears and she was like, no, 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 no. And it's that scared the shit out of me because I was like, what do you... I thought like, oh my God, is is there a grizzly bear in the house? Is there a murderer? Is there a ghost? Like it really, like her reaction terrified me. And it was just, it was because it was the scream of a bunny, not necessarily a bunny being caught or having bad things happen to it, but sometimes the bunny rabbits will make that blood curdling scream because it's fucking terrifying. It would scare me away if I was out in the woods and I heard that it's like that it's, it's something like that uh i would be fucking running um and i asked the kids that too i said was it the was it the bunny scream no 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 like it wasn't like a cat fighting with another cat or something no 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 it wasn't and i, and I said okay well you know bears was it a bear i don't think so but maybe how about like a bobcat or a fisher cat or so you know that's those cats, uh, Fisher cats, very common, and bobcats too. You know those kind of things. That's again not something you're gonna just see every day standing out in your backyard, but it's it's certainly possible. And then I went and the kids, you know, got changed and dried off and all that stuff. And then a short while later, I'm still you know doing work, finishing up, and the oldest comes upstairs, their phone in their hand, and said. Uh, I figured out what it is. And I said, really? For like, for sure. Like, yes, this is 100%. This is exactly the sound that I heard when I was out there. And so I don't know if I'm playing the exact same YouTube clip, but I'm going to play this clip. I haven't heard it. Hopefully this is, uh, this is it. Let's see. Oh. Here we go. Oh, that's not the sound. So... That's the sound. That's the fucking sound. That fucking growling, grumbling, whatever you want to call it. It's it's giving me fucking chills for a multitude of reasons, obviously. You know, if I if I had dumb kids, uh, you know, we might, uh, luckily I have smart kids who heard a fucking terrifying sound and said, we need to go inside. <laughs> and they did. And, uh, and there's a solid chance that they may never go out in the backyard again. And I have no problem with that. Like, okay, you can go out, but just like stay on the deck and we'll buy you each, uh, We'll buy you each a hunting rifle to just carry on your back. My oldest has been asking for an airsoft gun since, uh, I don't know, last last Christmas or the Christmas before. Which are like, you know, they're like air 
rifles, uh, not as dangerous as BB gun, more more like in the same kind of category, I guess, as like the paintball type thing. Like, I don't know that you could easily kill somebody with an airsoft gun that might, maybe if you pistol whipped them hard. That's, that's so fucking, to just like talk, well, if you pistol whip somebody, you'd probably kill them. But I don't know if you shot them repeatedly. It would take a lot of shooting. Ugh. What is this? What is this world we live in? <laughs> um, hold on a sec. I gotta check something. Uh, I just gotta make sure what's all this. Okay, alright. I need to wrap it up pretty quickly, but... Uh, Anyway, I, I still have to talk about the story that I, I originally intended to tell you about. Uh, so yeah, that is fucking terrifying. Uh, I set up either that, I, I think Friday night maybe. I should have set it up that day, but too much work and shoveling and stuff to do. So, And I was too afraid to go in the backyard after all that. So... Uh, we, I bought this, uh, trail cam a couple months ago and it's just been sitting in the box and I've been meaning to put it. So I said, okay, well, let's finally set this thing up. And it's nice. It comes with memory. It comes with everything you need. It comes with the batteries, the memory card, the straps, all the things. So I, so I set it up. I read the instructions. I set everything up, put in the memory card, formatted the memory card, got it all uh, set up, tied it to one of the trees, basically, you know, facing out towards the stream and the woods and everything. And uh, I set that up Friday night, checked it Saturday morning. There was, there was nothing. The only thing that was really on there was just a, pictures of me walking away after, <laughs> after setting up the camera or me approaching the camera when I was going to retrieve the memory card. Uh, and then I, it's, the memory card's still sitting in front of me because I took it out yesterday to look at it and there was nothing on there and I forgot to bring it back outside. Uh... And it's also, it's cold, there's snow everywhere, I have to like walk back into the woods to do it. And I probably should have set it up closer to the house, because it seems like most of the animal tracks that we have are near the bird feeder. And the bird feeder has not had food in it in at least a year. We closed on this house on February 1st. So, one week from tomorrow... Uh, it'll, we, this will have been our house for one full year, uh, which means that even, even if the previous owners had put bird seed in their bird feeders the morning of February 1st, before they left their house for the last time to go to the closing, uh, it still has been a long time since there's been any bird seed in those bird feeders. And by the way, they did not put bird seed in the bird feeders. Uh, on the morning of February 1st, because uh, when there has not been bird seed in that bird feeder since February 1st, and a little bit before that, because I don't recall seeing it in there any of the times we came out in late December or throughout January to have inspections and walkthroughs and appraisals and all that fun stuff. So, uh, so yeah, but but they still... I still see birds. There's probably still some remnants of things, crumbs and whatnot in there. Because uh, I, I still see birds fly up to it. I don't know what the hell they're getting out of it. but And I and now that there's snow, you see the little, you know, 
tracks of rab what looks like uh, rabbit and deer and then but then for the last week there have been what are clearly paw prints that are quite large uh in by this bird feeder and i can see them on the other side of the stream and i thought okay well if i set the camera up at this angle it's definitely going to capture something somewhere and either these goddamn cats are so goddamn smart that they saw me setting up the camera and or they can now detect my scent from where I was standing setting up the camera that they're not going to go anywhere near the camera. Um, and unfortunately, where the camera is, there's a bit of a... It faces a clearing and it, and it faces pretty far back in the woods, but it's not going to see what's going on down by the stream. Therefore... Uh, there could be stuff happening, and it's just picking up. I just put it in a what ends up being a bad spot. I was gonna leave a little like something out there. I, I, I'm not gonna go get like you know fillets and like <laughs> I'm not gonna grill steaks for these guys. I'm not gonna get like wagyu, <laughs> you know, from the uh, from the third prefecture. Uh, you know, cows that have been sung to and serenaded before becoming my dinner. Uh, no, but I mean, just, you know, a little something, maybe grab a, like a slice of turkey or, you know, throw a few little crumbs out there and see what shows up in front of the camera. Cause every, every day I've gone out there and I've retrieved that memory card and popped it in the computer and yeah, it's just, it's just pictures with nothing in it aside from the woods and videos with nothing happening except maybe like a leaf falling or a, you know, a tree branch, a little uh, branch or some stupid thing. Uh, and it's also the, the shortest delay you can do is two seconds. Two seconds is a lot of time, especially if you're a quick moving animal. Uh, so it's entirely possible that some of these, and there's been nothing has set it off during the middle of the night, which I find to be strange. So my plan for today is I'm going to change the setting so that it's on a time lapse what I had it on was a, a sensor, more of like the sensor, like, okay, if something, and I, I think, I think that something has to be like right up by the camera in order for it to properly trigger. And I have it set at like the highest sensitivity level to try and pick up like any little thing. Cause I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather have it pick up a bunch of nothing, uh, than, you know, set it at a, like a low sensitivity and miss something. You dig? So I think I'm just gonna order a second trail cam and put it up, <laughs> put it up by the house to get the uh, the other angle. But then I realize, well, now I gotta go get two memory cards out of these fucking things. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but so far I've I've caught absolutely nothing other than my dumb face on that uh, on that camera. So we'll see. We'll see. I'll keep you updated on that. Uh, and then the, the, the final, uh, so yeah, so that was last week and we uh, see what happens there. And then the final, uh, tale for the day is, uh, yesterday, as I mentioned, it was the New Hampshire primary. I'm very happy that, uh, at least hopefully for a little while that will greatly reduce the number of fucking pamphlets and mailers and shit that goes directly into the garbage uh from my mailbox my god by the way 
somebody is pumping some serious fucking money into Nikki Haley. This is not a political statement. This is not a for or against anybody. I'm trying to... I have had those... You can listen to previous episodes of the podcast and have a very good idea of where I stand politically and all of that. I'm not here to talk about that shit today. I'm here to say to all the candidates, please stop sending me fucking mailers. Stop texting. Stop calling. Stop emailing. <coughs> oh, Jesus. <coughs> what the? F- mm. Oh, man. I got to mute for a second. I'm very sorry. Okay. Uh, Yeah. I could have just hit stop. I can stop. It's not like this is live, but we're we're going, baby. As soon as I stop, I lose my whole uh, momentum, my mojo, my vibe. My vibe? I don't know if I lose. Do I have a vibe? I have a vibe. It's It's a Johnny vibe. Johnny vibe. Um, anyway. So, uh, yeah, so the wife gets home and, uh, we headed, uh, our, our, our old polling place of eight years is, uh, no longer our polling place because we live in a different ward ever since last year when we moved to this house. And, uh, and so as a result, we have a different polling place. We were previously at one of the elementary schools in town, and now we go to a different elementary school, and it's pretty much right across the street, which is nice. It's a quick, quick, easy drive. Not that the previous one was that far away, but it was not as close, so I like that. Parking situation is much better. The traffic situation is much better. So we went over there, and I, I, I think I was also in a shitty mood because of that, because it's just like I, I spent the whole morning watching everybody... and. and the news stations were, uh, for the last several days, were coming to, broadcasting live from the Red Arrow Diner in Nashua and talking to the people and getting to hear the dopes give us all their reasons for why they're voting for this one and that one. And I just like, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't need to know any more information about how stupid everybody is in, in this town. But there's a lot of smart people, but there's a lot of dopes just like everywhere, right? Um, Boston has a high percentage of uh, highly educated people. And there's no sort shortage of fucking morons in that city as well. So, and sometimes they're one and the same cuz you can have very very smart morons. Uh <laughs> Anyway, so we get there and I'm just like, ah, it's just I'm just in a terrible terrible mood. Um and, and I get there, not a lot of traffic, not a lot of cars there. And I find a spot that's like not close to the other cars. It's not close. I just, I just, and I back in. I'm a, I'm a backer inner, which according to some is like sociopath behavior. But I say, why wouldn't you back in? Get the work done up front. And then when it's time to go, you can just pull right out. It's nice. Anyway, uh, so I backed in to this spot, whatever. Get out of the car, walk past all the people with their Nikki Haley signs and the people with their Trump signs. And we go in and I see that the, you know, they've got like the, whatever it is, six or seven uh, stations 
based alphabetically. So, you know, you got A through C is over here. D, E, and F is there. G, H, I, J is whatever. So I was very pleasantly surprised because most of the time uh, we're in a line with uh, people who have a lot of uh, last names with the same first letter as, as our last name or in that grouping. And I was very pleased to, to walk in and see that there's only one person in line. And he was already talking to the guy. So I said, oh, this is great. He's going to give him his license. He's going to do the thing. He'll get his little sheet, his little ballot. And he'll go off into the booth. And then, uh, and then that's it. Uh, and that was not it at all. It was, it was a, boy, it was at least 10 minutes, I want to say, that we just stood there. Ten fuck! I watched all of the lines on either side of us that had like ten people in them, just go boom, 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 moving up, moving up, moving up, and we're just standing there. What happened was this fucking genius, who has clearly never voted before and doesn't know how voting works, said, "I'm going to vote, and I'm going to bring my very elderly father." This guy. This guy's dad had to be at least 137 years old. <laughs> no, I mean, this guy was, there's no question that this dude was in his night. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure this was a guy who's my grandparents age and they're both dead. Uh, mid nineties at the youngest, I would say. Um, so anyways, the guy's just, but the guy's standing there and he's like, my dad, I can vouch for him. He's right over there. He just has a hard time getting around his mobility. And I just thought I would come in so he didn't have to wait in line and I'll get it. And the guy's trying to explain like, listen, I'm sorry, but like, that's not how this works, which I'm standing there like, yeah, why would you think that you'd be able, you can't do that. Any, any asshole could just come in there and be like, that's my, that's my elderly dad over there. Can I have two ballots, please? You can't fucking, you can't do that. And you should know, like, especially what have we been talking about for four years, these imbeciles talking about non-existent voter fraud. Well, there was some voter fraud, but it was for the guy who, <laughs> the guy who was accusing the other guy of voter fraud was the one who had the voter fraud. Um, anyway, like, and, and, he, and, and, and this guy's dad is certainly looked to be in his 90s. I mean, who knows? It's New England. He could have been in his 60s. That's just sometimes how people look up up in the North Country. Uh, but he's he's standing there just trying everything he can to not have to bring his dad over. And then finally, so first this guy walks away and I said, oh, okay, he's done. So I step up and then I see that the guy's license is still sitting on the table. Oh, okay. I guess so. We can't go yet. We have to wait for this. Like, the guy working there should have been like, "Come on up, guys. We'll let's get the line moving, and then when uh, when the gentleman comes back, I will take care of him, and he'll be understanding of that because uh, he can't be holding this line up all day." No, he didn't do that. He just said like he didn't say anything. He didn't even look at us. But it was clear he was not going to be helping us. He was going to wait for the guy to come back. So the guy came back, not with his father. But with his father's license, <laughs> his father's photo ID, his driver's license, which God, I hope it's, uh, I, 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 I hope that it's uh, a, a driver's license. One of those licenses where it's just like, 
here's where you live, but he can't drive a car because of, just look at him. I just because I just hope that that old timer is not driving anything ever at all. You know, I mean, I guess maybe a motorized scooter around the grocery store, but even that is to me would seem quite dangerous. So, and then I got to run, uh, about two minutes. So the guy comes back with his father's license. He's like, see, that's his face. He's standing over the, and I'm just like, dude, you're going to have to produce a person. I know he's standing over the, and so he's he's jaw jacking. Uh, but what about? But I can vouch for him. But this and finally the guy's like, okay, okay, excuse me, excuse me. He cuts through all of us, and then we're all just standing there like, oh, he's going to get his father. And the reason that he didn't bring his father in the first place is because his father can barely walk, and he had one of those walkers that has like the seat on it too. Um. And I'm not, I mean, look, that's happens to all, I'm sure I will be using one of those things someday. Um, and so the old timer comes hobbling over with the, you know, the son's got him like sort of arm in arm, like you do with the, the elderly sometimes. And his dad has like the biggest snot bubble that I've ever seen. I don't see a lot of snot bubbles. I, maybe if I worked at a preschool or something, but I, I haven't, uh, even even when my kids had snot bubbles, they didn't really have snot bubbles. I mean, they were like babies the last time my kids had, like, had snot bubbles. Uh, so he comes over and he's got snot dripping everywhere. And I'm just trying to like, oh my God, oh my God. What is, what, what does he have? Does he have something? Is it contagious? Am I going to get it? Uh, and the old man comes up and then it's like another... I don't know. I said it was 10 minutes. It was honestly probably close. 15 minutes. I don't know. We, we stood in that line forever. Like it felt, it felt like an eternity. I should have timed it. I don't know. But, uh, anyway, so finally the guy gets his ballot. The father gets his ballot and I'm so pissed off. But then this, this sweet old man with his snot bubble turns around and he's just, he's one of those old timers with just the big bright smile and he's like, oh, uh, look at all these wonderful people. Look at all these beautiful people. Thank you, beautiful people being patient. or so Something along those lines. And I'm like, of course. Now I have to feel bad for all the things I was thinking in my head. Because he's a sweet old man who just happens to have a snot bubble. Because he can't wipe his nose because he needs both of his hands for his walker. I get that. I just wish the goddamn... I have no problem with the father. I don't have a problem with his snot. I don't have a problem with... You know, he's old and it's probably a lot of things are hard for him to do. And the fact that he has such a positive attitude is a fucking inspiration. But what the fuck is wrong with your fucking son that he just said, yeah, dad... First of all, the dad is a million years old. This can't be his first election either. And the son was older than me. It's like, how do you not know? You gotta bring daddy-o up to the counter so he can show his ID so you can both show your ID so you can each be handed separately your ballot. Uh, so finally it was over and then I got up to the guy and I was trying, you know, I said, here's my address. He found my name in the little thing with my address on it and my wife's. I could, I'm like, yep, that's it. 
And, uh, yeah, uh, may I see some IDs, sir? Like, yep, yeah, absolutely, but I need you to know that the address isn't going to match up because this is where we lived before. Uh, we, we moved last year. I voted in November, so it was no problem then. It should be fine. And he's like, oh, I see. He's like, so... So this is uh, this one's your address, but this is your parents' address, and I'm like, no, they're both my address. Just one is the place that I used to live, and the other one is where I live now. And I'm sorry that they don't match up, but I need to, I need to get with the DMV to, you know, blah blah blah. blah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just behind. Uh, I'm just quite behind on the. On the uh, can I just can give me the fucking ballot? Just one little thing I need to fill in and be done. So we finally did. I filled in, you know, it was great because there's just, you know, there's only one circle you can fill in and there were no extra little things that they tried to sneak into the ballot about, you know, say yes to whatever. No on 15. <laughs> Remember that from Revenge of the... No on 15. Nerds in Paradise. Is that it? Anyway. <laughs> uh, so... So the old man and the son get their ballot and I never see them again. I get my ballot and I go in the booth for all of about 10 seconds and I filled in my ballot and the wife filled out her ballot and we dropped our little ballots in the little ballot taking machine and we got our little sticker and I had my Vandalay Industries t-shirt on and a nice lady at the machine compliment said, oh, I love your shirt and I chuckled and I, I was in such, I was so like rattled from everything that I like... Two seconds later, I was like, ah, I should have made an importer-exporter joke. I should have made a latex salesman. There's so many Vandalay jokes, and I just fucking blew it. But whatever. Uh, and the nice uh, police officer guy at the door, you know, have, have a nice day. You too, thanks. I will, thanks. See you later. Okay, love you. Bye. We're done. And I'm actually feeling pretty good. It's like, okay. Because I, I had a meeting to get to. And we left with plenty of time to get to that meeting. And I still, I still made it to that meeting with, uh, with plenty of time to spare. Um, but I was starting to get a little nervous with the, with snot bubbles and sun and, uh, and luckily, okay, it's all good. And we walk across the parking lot. We walk as far away as possible from the little guys with their signs telling us who to vote for and all that shit. Get to my car. Which, as I mentioned, I backed in and I parked far, far away so that nobody else would be tempted to park next to us. And on on one side of the, on what would have been the driver's side if I had not backed in, there was nobody. So my wife was easily able to get into the car. And then on my side, on the driver's side, was not just a car, not a motorcycle, not a not even a truck, but this big fucking service, like, I don't know. Something that you would see with, like, the power company. You know what I mean? Like, one of those big ass, not, you know, a big van truck kind of thing that, like, you would only see with, like, yeah, the telephone company or the power company. Uh, you know, the kind of trucks that you would see when they're fixing a power line or something like that. One of those things. And he or she, but probably he. Uh, was pulled pulled in forward. This is the other thing that I couldn't understand. It's like, I get that people are idiots and they don't know how to park and they don't know how to drive and they just park any old fucking way they want and they don't look at the lines and they don't give two fucks about anything or anyone. I get that. 
But like, he parked so that the driver's side of his car is right up against the driver's side of my car. And I tried to open my door and I said, I can't, it, there's not enough room for me to even get in. And then I was, I was able to just, I had to, I had to like contort my body and I was able to get in. Uh, but I also, uh, after I got, I was so pit and I'm, I'm standing in this, I'm like, can't there just be a situation just once in a while, a situation that doesn't involve me standing out in the open in a public place, swearing and screaming the F word like nonstop. I was like, this fucking moron. What a fucking piece of shit. This fucking cunt. Nobody in fucking New Hampshire knows how to fucking do anything or let alone fucking drive. And of course the wife is like, oh yeah, here, here comes, here, oh, it's crazy time. Here comes old crazy pants. And so I finally squoze myself in. I uh, I was able to squench between the door. That's the word that I need to catch on. Squench. Uh, I did I did what I would call a perfect ten squench. It was a perfect squench. I squenched myself in. Managed to get in the car. Almost broke my back doing it, but I did it. Uh, but I also and then I pulled away, screaming and swearing. Still, fucking moron. Fucking idiot fucking jackass and uh but before i pulled away i made sure that uh, i left a you know a lot of times when somebody uh let's let's just say this is gonna sound uh <laughs> when somebody lubricates someone's car because they don't like something about what that person did with their car they usually go for the windshield maybe the door whatever and I get that, but that's like, what's that do? It doesn't do anything. They can turn on their wipers and it's like, who cares? So I said, you know, you know what I've never done, but I should be doing. I should be <laughs> lubricating, you know, orally lubricating, which sounds, that just sounds like I'm like sucking dicks or spitting Christ. Like, well, why go for the windows when I can go for the door handle? Because he's got to touch that. And there's a good chance that he's going to be looking for lugs on the windows, which are there. But he's not going to be looking at the door handle. And uh, so I did that. And then uh, went to pull away. And I saw a guy who had like a, uh, a one of those neon reflector vest things. And I said, oh, I'll bet that's him. I'll bet that's him. And uh, <laughs> um, so as I was going around the parking lot, I said, all right, I'm just going to pull over to the side here and wait and see. So I pull over and then there's a car behind me who pulls over. And I'm like, dickhead, what are you doing? I'm not trying. And then I realized like, oh, he was trying to, he was, tr what are the odds? He was trying to get to the exact spot where I was because he had to, he wasn't turning to leave the school. He was turning to go to the other parking lot or something. I don't know. So I never got to see the guy come out and get into the truck. I wish I had. And foolish me, I didn't get like, you know, if there was one of those, uh, how's my driving things or like at least a company or a license. I, too, I was too flustered. All I could think about was spitting that I didn't think about like doing something logical like that. So 
And then I came home and I was still pissed off. And now I'm okay. I don't mind. My car didn't have any dings or dents or anything in it. Uh, so whatever. But Jesus Christ. Can you just for take an extra like five seconds to just park like a person is supposed to park? Not a fucking moron. And this guy's in there voting. He's, his vote counts as much as mine and as much as Snot Bubble and his dopey son and everybody else. Anyway, that was my day. How's things with you? <laughs> All right, I got to go. Uh, that's enough for now. Who knows what fun awaits me today. And I'm sure whatever it is, I will be back here soon enough to talk about it on the Birthday Boy podcast. But for now, I'm going to go. I bid you adieu. A fun farewell. I hope you have a lovely day. I hope that your Wednesday, January 24th, is everything that you dreamed and hoped it would be. Until next time, this is old Johnny Boy saying, Later, Gators. <laughs>